back to throw it to Patrick. Throwing high into the air. Got it. Parker, touchdown. What a win for this Miami Dolphin team. Wow. What is up, Dolphins, and welcome to the Drive Time Podcast, part of the Miami Dolphins official podcast network covering your Miami Dolphins. What's going on, everybody? I am your host, Travis Wingfield, and I am here to bring you your daily dose of Miami Dolphins football. And on today's show, we're doing final preparations for tonight's 2020 NFL Draft, the first round tonight, rounds two through three on Friday, and rounds four through seven on Saturday. And to help us do that is NFL. NFL Network's Peter Schrager. We're going to roll that interview and get you ready for draft night on this Thursday, April the 23rd edition of the Drive Time Podcast. That's another Miami Dolphins. And a reminder to check back with us tonight on the podcast. We're going to have a podcast that publishes immediately after the draft, giving you the inside first look at what these players can bring to the Dolphins from a scheme standpoint, from a character standpoint, all that fun stuff. And then on Friday morning, we'll go ahead and release interviews with each of the newest members of the Miami Dolphins. And that process will repeat itself for the following three days. Friday night conclusion podcast, Saturday morning interviews, Saturday afternoon conclusion podcast, Sunday morning interviews. We're going to have you guys covered wall-to-wall comprehensive coverage here on the Drive Time Podcast on MiamiDolphins.com, on the Miami Dolphins social media accounts on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, wherever we are. You can find us there covering this year's NFL Draft for your 2020 Miami Dolphins 14 draft picks. And without further ado, let's go ahead now and roll this interview and welcome in the man, the myth, the legend, Peter Schrager. But just real quick before we do that, I want to let you guys know where you can find this video on the Miami Dolphins virtual draft on Facebook. Check that out at 5 o'clock Eastern tonight. And Peter showed up wearing a Devontae Parker jersey. So just so we're clear on why the conversation went in that direction, here is Peter Schrager. And joining the podcast now is NFL Network's own. He's the host of Good Morning Football. You can find him on the sidelines on Fox as a game day reporter. He is Peter Schrager. Peter, what's going on, man? Let me show you what I'm wearing. I've got the Devontae Parker jersey on here in my basement. Let me tell you something. I'm doing great, Travis. Uh, The greatest single game performance I was in person for was not from the Mahomes of Super Bowl was not from anything that I saw Russell Wilson do, was Devontae Parker just destroying the Philadelphia Eagles when I was a sideline reporter. So I had to get the jersey. And if I'm on this podcast, I'm wearing it. A Devontae Parker jersey on draft day, let's go. 50-50 balls that day are more like 90-10 balls for Devontae Parker. High point in those things. But I got to ask you, you're doing your own wardrobe, obviously, own hair and makeup too. How's all that going for you in quarantine? It's been interesting. So uh, I'm in my in-law's basement. I'm here indefinitely because I live in Brooklyn in a small apartment with my with my son and my wife. She works. My son's supposed to be doing Zoom on school. It was impossible. So we moved into the in-laws house, which we're here indefinitely. And we're filming Good Morning Football from a basement on a poker table that I think my father-in-law might have used in the 80s. Well, hey, let's flash it back to the 1980s and go forward now into 2020 and nice. talk about this year's offseason, Peter, because the Dolphins were very active in free agency, 10 new additions. We're going to have 14 draft picks scheduled to be made in tonight's NFL draft. What do you make so far of what the Dolphins have done this offseason? Love it. Um, didn't overspend on positions that you shouldn't overspend on. Didn't go nuts and get a quarterback in free agency. Did the smart thing and said, let's just kick the can down a little bit. Maybe draft someone tonight. Maybe not. Maybe let's go with what we've got. But defense, I mean, two linebackers that I know Flo loves in Landon Roberts and Kyle Van Noy. Uh, you get 
obviously Shaq Lawson, who finally put his career together last year with Buffalo and was a terror on the defensive line. And then Byron Jones, who I can tell you was offered a ton of money from the Raiders and offered a ton of money from the Philadelphia Eagles and chose to be a Dolphin, wanted to be a Dolphin. That's a great sign. So really laid the groundwork with some guys that obviously Brian Flores knows, but they didn't go silly here and go and bring in the equivalent to a Le'Veon Bell last year that the Jets did or go spend a ton of money on a, on a Todd Gurley just to say we have Todd Gurley. They're not looking to sell jerseys. They're looking to build something. I loved it. You mentioned the attractive destination that Miami was because of the head coach, because of Brian Flores, and because of the program they're building down here with the Miami Dolphins. And we had each of the Dolphins free agents on the Drive Time podcast in separate interviews. And to a man, Peter, like you mentioned, they all said that Brian Flores and this program was a big reason why they decided to sign on the dotted line with the Miami Dolphins. So my question to you is, what is it about Brian Flores that makes this program, this city, this town, this football team, so attractive to these players? Because he's the man, because he's a peer, but he treats you with respect, and he has the pedigree of Belichick. Like, he's got the Lombardi Trophy, so you can't question that he's done it. He's also got an incredible life story where coming from Brownsville, Brooklyn, which is an area you don't see many NFL coaches coming from, coming from, uh, you know, Boston College, where there was talk of, is this guy going to be a star player? No, no, he wanted to go into coaching. Like, Every step of the way, Brian Flores has earned what he's he's become. And then you get to the pros, and these players, they they respect him, obviously, because he has that Patriot way about him. But you can also talk to him. So many of these Dolphins guys swear by Brian Flores, and that gets around the league. That's, that's a great reputation to have. Championships, but also being a guy that players can look to. And what is he, 39 years old? Seems to be a peer as well. 14 draft picks for the Dolphins ahead of this weekend's draft. Three of those tonight on Thursday night in the first round scheduled to be made by the Miami Dolphins. And the first one of those picks is number five overall. And Peter, the question I wanted to ask you was, it seems like every single year we have this one portion of the draft, this one spot towards the top of the draft that kind of serves as the unofficial quote unquote start of the draft where things start to get a little bit wonky, a little bit off the off the conventional wisdom track that we have been pretty much had pounded into our heads over the last three, four, five, six months with all the mock drafts, all the speculation. There's always that one spot in the draft where things change. I think everybody expects Joe Burrow to go first to Cincinnati and Chase Young number two to Washington. And that brings us to the third pick where things might start to kind of get crazy. Is that where you expect things to officially start off in earnest in this year's draft? No, I see it at five, and it could be wrong in a couple hours. Maybe the Lions do trade. I don't think there's a long line of teams looking to trade up beyond the Dolphins and Chargers for a quarterback. So it's going to come down to three and four, and those teams are going to take list, you know, take offers. I'm sure the Giants would love to trade back if they could still stay in the top ten and get one of those tackles. But I've been ear to the ground, ear on the phone, texting everything. I don't have a third team that's looking for a quarterback. It's right now the Dolphins – and it's the Chargers. And if both those teams pass, then that this thing gets really weird. Well, I can't wait personally. Let's go ahead and get weird in the NFL draft tonight. And speaking of the draft and the challenges of the changing culture we're in right now with the COVID-19 pandemic and the changes it has presented to us as NFL media, as the NFL decision makers, you said you had your phone, your ear to the phone, ear to the ground, texting everybody across the league. What's kind of the general feeling about some of the challenges that could be presented in tonight's draft, whether it's potential trades getting caught up because of poor internet connections or just general possible IT snafus that it could occur in tonight's draft. What are you hearing on that front? I think there's a feeling of like, and you're in the same room, you kind of have a consensus. You kind of, 
that might be the issue when you're on the clock. Like the Bengals have no problem. They know who they're taking. The Redskins for the most part have no problem with they're taking. Even the Lions, they know what they're going to do if the first two. It's when you get to four, five, six, seven, where, okay, now this guy went off the board where we didn't expect him to. How are we going to adjust? And well, let's have that quick conversation. Okay, well, we've got a Southeast region scout. You got your last word, but we only have this much time and it's on Zoom. Like that stuff's going to get interesting. But I, I think we're overblowing a lot of this. Technical, I'm knock on wood here. I don't think a GM worth his salt is going to blame the technology if the draft does not go right. And to kind of dovetail off that question, a general thought that was floated out there a while back across league circle was that maybe some teams could be more inclined because of whether it's less medical reports available to a team or less chances to meet the kid in person, put them on the whiteboard, and just less of a general typical draft setting. What type of impact could that have on teams possibly wanting to maybe punt picks into 2021, being more aggressive to trade back and get rid of picks in this year's class, and maybe have more of a two-year snapshot approach opposed to going all in on this year's draft i do i do i don't think anyone's taking a mulligan here but if the lions take defensive player and the dolphins opt to not take quarterback and the chargers opt to not take quarterback i tell you something about a this year's draft class and b that's my son screaming sorry it's draft day he's excited (laughs) and b um, the familiarity with the quarterback if you're going to draft a quarterback you want to know inside and out everything and these teams haven't had the opportunity to do that with either Herbert or Tua. They can take a guess. They could say, well, we got to meet him at the combine. And in Herbert's case, Dolphins got to meet him at the buzzer. But like, if I'm putting my name on a quarterback, I might want to feel really comfortable and really get to know him before saying, that's my guy. That's my top 10 pick. It's a lot of good tackles in this draft. It's not as sexy. It might make more sense this year. In your latest mock draft, you have the Dolphins taking Justin Herbert, Josh Jones, and DeAndre Swift in that first round. Could you walk us through those picks and those players as part of your recent mock draft? This mock draft is going to be updated in a couple hours. But as of right now, let me give you the new three, okay? okay. Let me give you the new three. I'm getting it on my phone right now because I've been on the phone doing this with everyone all day. Here we go, Travis, exclusively to you. The Dolphins at five do take Justin Herbert, okay? I think they do take Justin Herbert. And the fans, you tell me, they might go bananas in anger because they want Tua. I don't care. I think Herbert's the pick. 18, Xavier McKinney, another safety out of Alabama. Remember, Mika Fitzpatrick was a pretty good one. Didn't work out. We're going to take another one, a safety, Xavier McKinney at 18. And then 26, I've got Cesar Ruiz, the guard out of Michigan, who can also play center. So you go quarterback captain of the team, the whole face, everything. You go center, obviously those two will be a team, uh, a battering ram forever. And then Xavier McKinney, who I think a lot of teams are high on. I think he'll be sitting there at 18. I think that might be the pick knowing Rashad Jones is no longer there and there's some questions at safety. And that would be the same pick that came back from the Pittsburgh Steelers in the Mika Fitzpatrick trade. Ironically so, enough. Symmetry there. Peter, you mentioned the Devontae Parker jersey off the top. I got to ask you, you're at your in-laws house in the basement. That was essential packing for you? Yeah, this is the thing. No, I'll be honest. Uh, I made some arrangements to make sure I can get one of these. I asked every team, and I've got contacts at every team, to send me a player that I would that I appreciate. Because I'm on this show all the time, Good Morning Football, and I talk certain guys up. It was either Raekwon McMillan, who I love, who was a guest on our show and was fantastic, or it was Devontae Parker. Ryan Fitzpatrick would have been an obvious one. We're going with the future. I'm going with Devontae Parker. That's my pick. Let's get the new four-year, $40 million contract, so a good pick there. Peter Schrager, NFL Network, Fox, sideline reporter, does it all. Peter, we appreciate your time, man. Good luck tonight, guys. 
And so there he goes, NFL Network's Peter Schrager, giving us the insight on the Dolphins' offseason, free agency, and the draft heading in tonight, including his first look at his new updated mock draft the morning of April 23rd here as the draft kicks off here in just a few hours. And when we kick this draft off, we're going to have tons of content for you guys on the Miami Dolphins' virtual draft, kicking off at 7.30 for the pregame show. The draft event starts at 8 o'clock Eastern, of course, on ESPN, ABC, and NFL Network. And we're going to broadcast that thing simultaneously me, John Kinjemi, Ken Camper, going to bring you guys all the information and news from the Dolphins draft, from the NFL draft. And again, a reminder on the Drive Time podcast, tonight we're going to have a recap looking at all three or maybe four, maybe two. It depends how many of the picks the Dolphins make. All the players the Dolphins have in this year's draft, we're going to talk about their on-field impact, their in-the-locker room impact, get some quotes, some details, some stats, all the fun stuff you guys come to love and know here on the Drive Time podcast. Friday morning, interview each of those players and repeat that process for the next three days covering all 14 more or less draft picks of your Miami Dolphins here on the Drive Time Podcast. But as for today's show, that is going to be my time. You all, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from. Go ahead and leave us a rating, leave us a review. Follow me on Twitter at Wingfield NFL. Follow the Dolphins at Miami Dolphins. Check out the Fish Tank and the Audible Podcast. And of course, MiamiDolphins.com. Until next time, fins up.